Welcome back, crew. What it do is 4Shea Studios, and you tuned in to KKQ. And here we are in season two. As always, we like to tell y'all, hey, hey, from each one of us. And so we're going to go ahead and let the crew say what's up on the mic. Mama Lee. Hey, everyone. Dre. Hey. Mercy. Hey there. Y'all already know me, Dr. Q. What it do? All right, so here we are, guys. It's another season. Uh, last season, we brought y'all various topics from different perspectives. This season is going to be more focused on interviewees and us getting more familiar with the people who listen to us and the fields they work in because we want to understand their perspective of their job and how they do it but also we're curious to know how they got into the field that they're in but we're also going to be dropping you guys knowledge on other topics that we feel are important for example today's topic So today's topic is going to be about gun violence. This is a topic that we need to discuss because we are consistently and constantly hearing about people being shot, people being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, and it's kind of sad, actually. So we're going to talk about that. But before we get into the topic today, we're going to go ahead and drop in the first sponsor. We'll be back shortly. So today's show is brought to you by the Milan Firm, a consulting agency that caters to its clientele and assists them in a variety of areas. Allow TMF to be your advisor and consultant for the things you or your company needs. Their contact number is 561-851-2757. And their email is admin at themilanfirm.com. You can also head over to their website, www.themilanfirm.com, and reach out by contact. They'll get back to you within 48 hours, but let them know KKQ sent you so that you can receive a 15% discount off of your services. Just use the code KKQ2302. Okay, crew, we are back to you. And if you are just tuning in, hello to you too. So as I mentioned, we are going to be discussing gun violence today. So many people are being affected by this, and we have um, members of our panel who have also been affected by gun violence, and not them individually, um, and, and maybe not necessarily their immediate family. However, very close friends of the family um, have experienced this and, and have gone through this process, which is very debilitating for anyone. So with today's topic... We're going to have Mercy bring us in. She's going to open up with the personal experience. And then with that, um, we're going to have Dre follow up with the stand your ground law in California and, and what is their um, law on that. I'm going to touch on the mental health side of how this gun violence affects people, um, their mental capacity and that's going to be very in-depth however we'll try to stay on the surface a little bit so that we're not going over um, our time uh, frame and then when mama lee comes in she is going to talk about things from a governmental perspective now as always we want y'all to know that there is a disclaimer here Often what you hear on this podcast will be some of our experience. Some of it will be uh, of great 
information that we had to do research on and other things will be from our own personal thought process. So we have subjective, objective things. Um, just so you know that, so that you're not taking everything that we say um, and, and say, oh, no, 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 you said this, you said that. So just know that that is our disclaimer, that everything you hear on here comes from multiple places. All right. And so with that being said, we're going to go ahead and bring in Mercy. Hey there. So when I was, to, we decided we were going to end up talking about gun violence and stuff. It kind of all happened pretty much around the same time. Uh, seems like we're always talking about some type of violence or shooting, you know, we've uh, had several, a few podcasts in, in the first season that we talked about horrific events, including guns. So, um, this is not like my own personal story, but I will tell it from like this. Uh, so my best friend, you know, had her first son very young, didn't do the whole college thing. You know, it's just like many of you out there, you have a kid, you started out really young, made a mistake, started out really young, turned out to be the most amazing thing for you. Um, so my best friend goes up and has two amazing young men for children and, uh, they go off to college, didn't, you know, do a lot of the things that she planned on doing herself and here into their, like, not even their first year and a half at the club one night after visiting home, goes back up to school area in San Antonio. And I guess there's an altercation at a nightclub that, um, uh, moved from inside to outside and uh there's a group of about 20 people from what i uh was looking into and the altercation ended up into them pulling out their guns and shooting and devin jordan king only 20 years old fell victim to them you know being there mm. And he would have turned 21 just a few days later. Oh, His wow. birthday just passed as well. Wow. Yeah. So then, you know, here's this young parent. And I don't have any kids myself. But I can only imagine the pain that a parent feels mm -hmm. losing their children mm. or a child is it something that you like never forget or will never get over mm. you learn to live through it and live on but you don't get over it you know um but uh i get emotional when i talk about sad stuff so <laughs> no something you learn about me <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that it's to the listeners, if you don't know me already, I am a sensitive crybaby. I cry at everything, you know, in the arms of an angel commercials for the animals. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it, I, you know, I'm, I'm reading this stuff on Facebook and I'm, I can't believe it, you know, that you, I just seen him in pictures enjoying the weekend with his family and then he goes back up to school and, that was it. You know, right. and doesn't get to go back home. Yeah. Um, but uh, to any parent who has ever suffered a loss, there are help systems, uh, group systems, because mm -hmm. you're not alone. It, it, unfortunately, it happens a lot. So if you haven't found or you need help finding, we can help you find that if you reach out. Mm -hmm. Or even just to lend a listening ear. 
Um, but uh, I will move on from from that if uh, Dre, you want to go ahead and hit on. And I want your, y'all. To, uh, I want y'all to know group. the the contact number that you can reach out to us is five six one eight five one two seven five seven. We're always here for um, our listeners, our supporters, because we want to be here to support you guys as well. So if there's anything that you're going through that you feel the need to talk to somebody about or that you would like to talk to somebody about and you just don't know where to turn, utilize our number. We will be available to talk to you and at least help you find the right people to speak to in order to deal with your issue. That's what we're here for. Not only to bring your information, but to also um, support you. And so I want to say thank you to Mercy for sharing that personal story. Because oftentimes when people go through stuff like this, they don't want to talk about that. That can be difficult for them. And it's not even her son. And she's emotional about it. And the truth is, we probably all should feel some sort of emotion when we hear things like this. Because this kid was in the wrong place at the wrong time. He he had nothing to do with the situation. And he had to suffer the fate of punks who couldn't pull out their fists instead of their guns. Like, what is the world? What are, are we going through in, in this world? Like, what is everything coming to where violence is the number one choice and it's gun violence that people choose that's not always the right answer all right i'm gonna hop up off my soapbox and let dre go ahead and drop her info on y'all and i am so sorry that that has happened to someone that's close to you mercy i am so sorry for your loss and I feel that effect too, even though I've never went through that, but I know someone else in my family that went through that. Mm-hmm. But the only difference was that the person was the aggressor, mm-hmm. not the victim. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it's just very, it's, it's very hurtful to just just hear about children that's just getting killed by a gun. Right, and it's not because of choice. It's because of the decision that someone else makes, because they didn't want to fight fair. Sad. That's just pretty sad. It really is. Mm. Yes. So what I'm going to be talking about is does. California have a standard stand your ground law. And when I was looking more into this research about it, it was more of a confusion of they want to say yes, but they also want to say no. And it's because of multiple reasons. So what they're saying is California does not have stand your ground statute. Mm -hmm. The state cases have held that there is no duty to retreat before using force in public. And I was saying to myself now, why would they say something like that? So basically, there was another question that showed up as well saying, does California have a duty to retreat? So what they're saying is they gave a scenario. If you at a party and there's a person that's staring at you with a knife and they don't do anything, but you know that it's a threat towards you, but the next five minutes, they get you somewhere else. They do not consider that a stand your ground law. But they said this scenario, if that same person is at the party and has a knife and charges at you immediately, then yes, that is a stand your ground law because you have a right to defend yourself. That would be correct. And you need to take immediate action right then and there because when it comes down to taking it to the court, 
what they're going to be looking at is the aggressor, the behavior, and how it all started, how it all ended, and what action was taken. Right. That's correct. So they do have a stand your ground law. Yeah, they're saying yes, but they're also saying no. But it depends on the situation. Well, with that scenario that you gave, that is a self-defense clause. Mm -hmm. Stand your ground is normally um, um, at your home. Mm -hmm. Like Texas's stand your ground law is if someone comes into your home, you have the right to defend your home, the building that you own, or consider your residence. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they don't necessarily have to put a gun to your head and try to kill you for you to disarm them Mm -hmm. and cause bodily injury because you're standing your ground in your home. Right. So if you were at a party, I I think that would be more of the self-defense. And I don't believe that California actually has the stand your ground statute. Few few states actually do. Mm-hmm. There is a self defense, and you have the right to protect yourself in your home. But the stand your ground law is actually a little bit broader. Mm-hmm. It's it, it is very interesting. I will say that I have seen though, um, and we may be veering off a little bit here, but there will be cases that come through that stand your ground is being asserted, and. And that has to that will that is a motion that will be decided before it ever goes to trial. And a lot of times, if it is a white homeowner who has stood their ground, mm-hmm. the judge will allow that that motion, and they can use that defense. But there is a case going on right now with a African American football former football player who is asserting that, and the judge said no. Correct. Mm. I don't know why, if it's just different states, of course, different courts, different judges, different prosecutors, different defense attorneys. But a lot of times you will see that these stand-your-ground cases are not allowed to use that defense Mm -hmm. because it is a different ethnicity. Isn't that crazy? Now, I can't give you any statistics on that. That is just as... As a person who watches too much um, court TV, court TV <laughs> and uh, reads too many uh, true crime stories. So that's just an idea I am throwing out there and an observation of mine. Here uh, in Indiana, we, ha- we do have this in your ground. And uh, it says, removes the duty to retreat before using self using in self-defense or in defense of another so yeah you, that, that's you, how um, i perceive the standard ground yeah well yes and i agree and i agree because it also said this you know adding on to what you said lisa they saying that there is no duty to retreat because the law does not ex- explicify the affirm the right of gun owners to use deadly force when attacked. But under California Castle Doctrine, people in their homes have the right to defend themselves using deadly force against violent intruders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's and like then they the same thing we're talking about. They just use different a different title for it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think it should always be universal that you have the right to defend yourself in your home. Um, if someone thinks that they have the right to take away your rights in your own home in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. they're not there for the right reason. They're there for nefarious reasons. And you should always have the right to defend yourself. I'm not advocating deadly force, but if that's what occurs, then that's what occurs. Yeah, and, and I have to say, you have these these situations where, because <laughs> I read about this case before, um, where an individual breaks into your house, they come in through the, through the um, window, they trip and fall and break a leg, they can sue you. 
and win. First of all, that is a bullshit. Wait, we keeping it classy. That is some bullshit. <laughs> Just say it like that. That's bullshit. Because first of all, you shouldn't have been breaking in my house. You know, secondly. Yeah, you were un uninvited. Uninvited. And your ass coming in through the window. You need to break your goddamn leg. You look at that's all you broke. But how the government allows you to come in and sue me because you got hurt breaking in my house. And then you win. What is that? People. I'm sorry, Dre. I had popped off on my soapbox. Go ahead and get back to it, girl. No, no, no. It's okay. Because I heard a case about something a long, long time ago where someone did break into this person's house. And the person did shoot them. But they arrest the person that was defending themselves in the house. And they went to jail. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, and then the law try to say more so of, oh, you weren't supposed to shoot that person. You were supposed to give them a warning shot. <laughs> and then if they didn't leave, then you shoot them. Boy. And I was like, what? The warning shot is a wound. The yep. final shot is you ain't going to be leaving, but in a body bag. That part. That part. Like, why are you coming in invasively? You being sneaky. Yep, you try to get some. So how so how is a person gonna be held responsible for defending themselves? They feared for their lives. They uh -huh. have no nowadays people are going and knocking on your door, pretending to be hurt, using a kid or a female, uh -huh. or just pretending to be hurt just to lure you outside. So they can do just, something to too. either to do whatever, yeah, whatever their will. But. So the, as far as gun violence, go ahead. So it sounds like the, the government is making it easier for people to do dumb shit and get away with it. That's what it sounds like. But that's the society we live in. That's the society we I live think in. It, I think it boils down to what region you live in. I mean, some, some states, um, you have more rights to defend yourself mm -hmm. than other states. I, you know, it's just like with everything it's just it's just the people that you're dealing with yeah i have a question what is the age like here it's 18 you turn 18 as oh. long as it's you haven't been legally told prohibited from ha having a, a weapon you can have a weapon the only thing they're trying to pass is that you can't make it into like a semi-automatic or something you can't make it like stronger than what it is and they shouldn't be selling them like they shouldn't be selling those kind of weapons anyway like ak-47s what the hell you need an ak-47 for like you with the cia well, you know, or something my problem here, there's weapons out the yin yang my my brother had like 13 oh, you know i was like why do you want 13 weapons where you can't even because he got all B's and C's on his report card and his mommy thinks he's special enough to get it. Our right. gun wow. laws are stupid. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. And, and, and we're, we're going to go more into that. I'm going to jump up on my soapbox about it here in just a little bit. Mm -hmm. But, you know, bottom line, when we're talking gun violence, we're talking about people who don't have a lot of common sense uh -huh. and making poor decisions yep. with weapons. And they killing. I agree. You said that about the the making the lack of common sense and the poor decisions, and I think I've said it before. Instead of teaching those six, seven year olds sex education, uh -huh. they should be teaching them how to handle weapons, gun violence, correct? Because regardless, 
they're going to get their hands on them because mm-hmm. the parents have them. Mm-hmm. Parents are reckless. They make mistakes. It happens all the time. All right. Uh, I have to disagree. I don't think a six-year-old should know how to f- uh, fire an automatic I'm assault not rifle. I don't know how to fire them, but they, because they don't go and teach a kid how to have sex, they inform them. They knowledge, yeah. you know, they give them the knowledge. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. All my six-year-old needed to know was uh, not to search for the key to the gun cabinet. That's all he needed to know. Now that that okay, so that, that part right there is another thing that parents um should be smart about. Like, if you're going to have a weapon in your house, at least put it up, hide it somewhere to where people can't get access to it. Now, on to play devil's advocate. Now, um, it at a de- at a specific degree, um. I believe that if you're going to have a gun in your home, you at least need to be trained on how to use it. I.e., yeah, six-year-old, the only thing at six you need to be learning how to do is write your goddamn name. You shouldn't be learning how to shoot a gun at six. However... If I comes, agree with gun education. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. 10 years old, went deer hunting. Absolutely. He knew how to handle a rifle with an adult present. There it I'm is. I'm not saying yeah. anyone's rights are being taken away. Uh-huh. Anyone who believes that their Second Amendment rights are being taken away, I'm sorry, you're misin- misinformed, uneducated, and just being plain ass stupid. Yeah. No one wants to take your fucking guns. No, but no. I will tell you what I want, and a bunch of people like me, mm-hmm. is for you to know how to use that gun, use mm. some common sense, and don't give it to your toddler to have its fucking Christmas picture made with you just look like a goddamn idiot. Yes. Okay. Yes. So now I'm fired up. I'm not going to say anything else. No, okay. we like it when you're fired up. It, it, <laughs> the, the conversation like goes so much better when you're fired up. Right. Yay. Yeah. But it's a very good yeah. point. It's a very good point. I believe that if we're going to have guns, we at least need to be educated on how to use those yeah. guns. Now, that that's not to say that you shouldn't be trained on how to use them too. But as a six year old, the only thing you need to be learning how to do is write your name, count your numbers, learn how to read a book. Well, let me tell you about November will be two years mm-hmm. that a couple up north somewhere said, "Oh, let's go to the gun show on Black Friday and buy our mentally unstable son." An assault rifle because he is so wonderful and precious and perfect and we want him to have it. And so he, they went and bought that. And then a couple of days later, he went to his school and I don't remember how many classmates he shot, but you know, he's so special. He can do that. Well, guess what? Mom and daddy's asses have been in jail since then and their trials are coming up. Yeah. Someone has to be held accountable Goddamn when right. you give your crazy ass mentally unstable kid a gun and he goes and kills his fucking classmates. Right. So his ass needs to be uh, re- retented somewhere because mm-hmm. I don't see him ever rehabilitating and no. providing anything to this society. No. And his parents, since they make bad decisions and, and, and want to act stupid, they stay where they are as well. Yep. Because you know what? Those children that he killed, those classmates that he killed, they don't get a chance to come back home and see their mom and daddy. So he mm-hmm. shouldn't. He shouldn't see his either. That's absolutely You want correct. to kill your classmates with your, with your Christmas present? Yeah. Everyone fucking enjoy it now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It doesn't make sense for a child to even bring that weapon to school in the first place. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I really do. All and, right. that, and that goes with knowledge. Because mm-hmm. knowledge is like power. When you, tell, when, you, when you tell a kid don't do something, for some reason, the only part they hear is do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do, do it. Not don't do it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to you guys to continue this convo because it's getting real good. Do you desire personal protection? Are you interested in a dynamic duo that offers male and female guidance? Looking to upgrade your security? 
Well, Exclusive Personal Protection Services, EPS, it's where your search ends. Not only do they provide consulting needs, they train in the state-of-the-art facilities to stay prepared for any security issue. They offer, but definitely not limited to, private security, chauffeur services, and crowd control. Whatever the occasion, they can serve courageously and with class and dignity. Contact them today at exclus82 at exclusiveprotection.org. That's E-X-C-L-U-S-8-2 at exclusiveprotection.org. Or call at 1-561-851-2757. All right, crew, we are back to you and thank you for the two. So when we left out, we were going in real deep on some conversations. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring Dre back in and she's going to get back to talking to us about the California Stand Your Ground Law. All right, Dre, let them know what it is. So does California have a Stand Your Ground Law? No, it doesn't. It has more of a mostly self-defense laws. So basically, you do have a right to defend your, when you're at home, to defend your property, you have a right to defend it. Okay. All right. So Dre said, we have a right to defend ourselves because we're individuals. And I'm going to tell you, breaking my house, I'm fucking you up. That's a true story. I'll be coming up in here trying to break your leg in my house because you're going to break your leg, but I'm going to take your arm and maybe your chest so you might not want to break in my house. All right. So what if they steal the cookie and the tea? Well, sh- they're going to be losing some teeth because ain't nobody coming up in here to eat our cookies. No. Mm-mm. I don't buy groceries to strangers. Mm-mm. Tell you, I don't feed outsiders. Swear. I want them. Indeed. I want them to go and sue me. Talk about, oh, I broke a tooth eating a cookie that she bought. Fuck that. No. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. I'm broke. I ain't got no money for you to sue me. All right. So we gonna move a little forward with um this topic. And so we're gonna look at things from a mental health perspective. So be a good candidate to talk about that because of my background in psychology and so looking at this from a um, mental health standpoint the effects that gun violence can have on an individual can be debilitating Um, and I could tell you there are things that people need to know and should know such as if you've been victimized or traumatized by violence so there are going to be certain responses that your body is going to tell you or give you to let you know you're affected right so that's effects of the body that's effects of the mind so certain things like you will be anxious you're going to be irritable you're going to have repetitive dreams about what you witnessed what you heard about what you've seen whatever the situation may be So your physical symptoms will be something like this. And I want y'all to be very specific. So I'm going to list these for you. The physical symptoms of gun violence, right? You're going to be hypervigilant. If y'all don't know what that means, that means you're going to be on it. You jumping, you hopping, you skipping, anything that comes close to you or or, or even resembles um, what you have witnessed in gun violence, you're going to be sensitive. Is sensitive to it, right? So your thoughts are going to be provoked. It's going to be consistent. You will always have something in your mind repeating and showing you flashes of what it is that you witnessed if you've seen gun violence or if you were um, a victim of gun violence. 
you're going to change your appetite. You won't, you won't eat the way you used to eat. Hell, you probably won't eat at all because you're going to be so affected by it. Oftentimes people lose their appetite. So you won't even have the energy to eat. That's how bad this can have an effect on you. People who often experience things such as this magnitude have issues with their sleep patterns as well. Why? Because you're having repetitive dreams, repetitive nightmares about what you witnessed. This is also labeled as PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. This is often plagued by people who have witnessed situations like this. So if you're feeling any of these um, issues or are experiencing any of these kind of symptoms, you have something that you have witnessed, experienced, and it has traumatized you. So the emotional symptoms that you may go through, point blank, the disbelief that it happened. We often look at situations like that. Like, I cannot believe this person was shot. I cannot believe my friend shot somebody. So there are going to be issues of that. What about fear? Right? You're going to be fearful of being in certain places, of certain situations. Um, let's just say you were in a nightclub and a shooting happened. You are going to be fearful every time you go to a nightclub. Hell, you might not even want to go to a nightclub anymore. Everything is going to be a reminder of what you experienced. You're going to go through stages of grief. I cannot believe this happened to me. I can't believe this happened to somebody I know. So I could tell y'all with the fact that Mercy was just talking about this, that is current, like that's an example of what that grief is. You're being affected by, I can't believe this happened to my friend, right? So that's definitely something that people will have to reach out for help. It's helplessness. It's, it's anger. You're upset about what you felt and even situations such as this. If you were in a, in a situation with somebody, that person was shot and they died and you did not. That can also this, you know, force you to look at feelings of shame or guilt. Why did this happen to them and not happen to me? And so there are so many things that this can destroy mentally for individuals who experience traumatic situations. Oftentimes, these things don't go away on their own. You often have to get help, talk to somebody, even if it's not a, a mental health professional. Just talking the situation out can be helpful. It allows you to verbalize what you're feeling so that you can feel as though you've processed some information. You process those feelings. You process those thoughts. Don't be afraid to seek help when you need it. Because again, this stuff does not go away on its own. And the longer you wait to talk to somebody, the longer you deal with it, the harder it is going to be to get away from it. So never be ashamed to reach out for help. These things require that. But know that there's people that you can speak to. Know that there's people that you can call on. And just keep in mind that you have family members or friends that you can talk to as well. That can just talk you through things. So our mental health is very... Um, it's something that we really have to take care of. And so when you're in a situation that you feel like you're losing control, reach out for help. Because sometimes not reaching out can lead to worse situations. So anyways, that is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to being able to, uh, or when it comes to dealing with situations that occur, traumatic situations, and how it can affect your mental health. There are other coping, um, there are coping skills that you can um, utilize to help with this. Be patient with yourself. This is going to take time to get over. It's going to take time to understand. And oftentimes we want to rush it. Don't rush it. Your mind and your body often work in tangent with each other. So be patient. Um, 
never be afraid to connect with the emotions that you're experiencing. Because sometimes we need to let we need to release those emotions for us to feel really understand what we're feeling and what we're experiencing. So don't be afraid to connect with that. But also find healthy outlets that you can utilize to help with the process as you go through it. And if you guys have any other questions, by all means, you can always reach out to us. Again, that number is 561-851-2757. Or you guys can email us at admin at themilanfirm.com. That's T-H-E-M-I-L-L-A-N-F-I-R-M.com. And so that is all I'm going to share as far as your mental health. That is very important. Take care of your mental health. And, and if you're going to have to turn your back on someone else to take care of you, do that. Because that's necessary. You can get back to them later. All right. So that's what I'm going to share with y'all today on the mental health side of dealing with gun violence. There are so many things that I could talk about and go into detail on, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go ahead and bring Mama Lee in here, and she's going to talk about this from the perspective of the um, official, gov- the governmental perspective. Now, this going to spark a conversation. Just be prepared for it, people, because this is what we do. So go ahead on, Mama Lee. Let us know what it is. Well, we know that there are daily conversations in D.C., meetings, committee hearings, uh, the president speaking, elected officials speaking about enacting um, positive gun law changes and sensible gun laws. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm about to drop some really dark truth on everyone here. I hope I do not offend anyone or, or put everyone into a very depressed state when I say this. There is not a solution to gun violence. Mm-hmm. We are kidding ourselves on a daily basis when we say we can make a change. We cannot. We are a society that is eating its own, killing its own, mm-hmm. and and ripping each other apart. Mm-hmm. There is not a solution to gun violence. I concur. Any small positive changes only come from what you do at your own house. As long as big money gun lobbyists, NRA, run the ship, mm-hmm. there will be no change. Mm-hmm. And they're not letting go of their control anytime soon. So what you need to do is educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Number one. No one is coming for your right to bear arms, okay? I said it earlier. If you believe that, I need you to take a history lesson. No one's no one's trying to take your Second Amendment right. All I'm asking is that you do not take your illegal gun and, you know, kill one of my animals or, or a member of my family. That'd be great if you wouldn't do that. But you need to educate yourself within your own home. You need to make sure that you're making the right decisions for you and your family Mm -hmm. and that they are sensible choices. But I'm going to tell you something that I do know proof positive Mm -hmm. is that before this weekend is over, there will be another mass shooting in this nation somewhere. And all I hope is that whoever is listening, that it's not you or a member of your family that you have to go visit and identify in the morgue. But you know what? Statistics tell us that it might be quite possibly. Yeah. So that I do know. I do know there's going to be another killing this weekend Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. It doesn't matter what the reason is. And I do know that we are not going to be able to pass and enact any sensible gun laws because we do not have people who want to come together for that because there are a group of people who are receiving that money and power from the big money lobbyist mm-hmm. and to them their greed and power means more than your dead child yes it does and that's sad so yes it is sad and it's disheartening and it's 
and it makes you wonder when am I going to be hit by it? When am I going to be affected? Correct. And and I don't know the answer to that. None of us do. Mm-hmm. But you know, all I can do is say just do the best you can within your own house, mm-hmm. and maybe we can see some small changes, some small positive changes if the people within your walls are doing the right thing. Yeah, we can move forward if we try to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And that's all I had to say today. I've had a lot to say mm-hmm. as usual, mm-hmm. but um, but I do appreciate being a part of this conversation. Absolutely. And so I'm definitely going to have to um, back you up on that as far as saying things aren't going to change. They aren't. And, and as you said, no one's taking away your Second Amendment rights. However, what we're saying to you is don't go out and just kill random people with the guns that you're not going to turn back in when the government says turning your guns. Nobody's going to do that. They're not going to come search your house from top to bottom to see if you have a gun in your house. That's not what they're going to do. They don't have time for it. They really don't care for it. So that's, that's already out of the question. So as you mentioned, those laws are not going to change because why people have the right to bear arms. However, however, I want to add mm-hmm. before you go into the next thing, I need to add something to that right there mm-hmm. because this is something that I believe 100%. If a bad guy wants a gun, he's going to get a gun. Yes, he is. Okay. Yes, he is. That is going to happen. Yes, he is. And I believe that modified assault weapons are not something that we need out there for the bad guy to get his hands on. I okay. Agree. Yep. I do believe in a in a ban on assault weapons. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about your guns to protect your home or to go hunting in the woods. Mm-hmm. But a bad guy, if he wants a gun, he's not going to do a background check. He's going to go down to his local drug dealer and they're going to work a deal and, um, Yep. And he's going to get a gun. Yes, he is. There's nothing we can do about that. That's mm-hmm. where you have to become vigilant, and that doesn't always work. Right. That's the reason I'm saying there's always, there's not a solution to this. I agree. But I do think there are some small things that can be, can be done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead, Q. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's fine. And there are some things that we're doing to try and help with that as well. So, you know, it's, it's sad it's sad to know that we live in one of the most sought after countries in this world, right? Everybody wants to come to America. They think America is like, it's their saving grace. However, people don't realize that they're sometimes walking into a storm that they just might not make it out of. And that's scary. I live here every day. I am of African-American descent, and that means I have African-American children. I just happen to have three African-American sons. It drives me mad sometimes knowing that one of my children can go out there and not make it back home because of the society that we live in. That is debilitating and crippling in its own self. And so I damn sure don't need somebody walking in and pulling out a gun and shooting them randomly because this person just wanted to end his life. Well, don't take anybody else with you. If it's a choice that you want to make, make that choice. Kill yourself. And I would never tell anybody to go do that. I won't because... Because of my background, I would never tell anyone specifically to their face to say, go kill yourself. I won't do that. What I am saying is that if you're going to kill yourself, don't take somebody else's child with you. They didn't do you anything. It's not fair. And for those... Go ahead. Unfortunately, unfortunately, though, there's some people that have in their mindset that it's better to be killed than to kill yourself Mm -hmm. so they'll take out people as many people as they can until somebody stops them right and that's really ultimately what they want is to be stopped Uh uh-huh without have because oftentimes we do hear people say oh well if you if you kill yourself you're going to hell 
Well, do people not realize that you could go to hell for killing other people? I mean, I'm I'm curious as and it's not like we can ask them. We can't ask the people like, hey, you know what? At, at what point did you think if I kill these people, this is not going to affect me negatively? Like, right? It's it's I'm. Where, I mean, like, where is their conscience? Yes. Where 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 is the conscience to not want to take someone else's life? I. Mm-hmm. It's just a total lack of empathy and and disregard for human life yeah and the irresponsibility it's just like they're they're inanimate objects that aren't real yeah a a lot of people do things without thinking Mm -hmm. and then just like sorry sorry ain't gonna fix this yeah you done shot people yeah and then yeah, you know, I'm sorry doesn't bring back those babies at Sandy Hook or those babies sure at Uvalde. Sure doesn't. Or at Parkland or Columbine or you know, we could sit here for two days and name and every talk school about every students because single someone just wasn't happy that day. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then you have like little young kids, like you you're ten. You're seven. What you know about going to school and bringing a gun? Where are you seeing this at? Where do you, what are your parents Video teaching games. you? Call yes. of duty. Games. Yeah. Ops. Yeah. Not, not specifically Call of Duty, but video no. games in general. That's all they yeah. teach you now is to shoot mm-hmm. and be murking people, you know? Yeah. And those people aren't real on that video game. Exactly. And maybe that's the mindset. I can, you know. They didn't yeah, get up. No. There is no respawn in reality. Yeah. Dead is dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's there's no come come heal me. There's no there's none of that. There's none of that. Yeah. Like and so that is the world, that is the society that we live in. And it's 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 pitiful, honestly. People are being affected by gun violence every single day. I was just watching the news where a police officer was killed yesterday. Was shot. You understand what I'm saying? But oftentimes, it's not even just the regular citizen. It's not just your citizen. It's police officers killing people. I.e., as a matter of fact, let me throw this in here real quick. So, situation. This is the situation now. I have a 10-year-old kid. I think he was 10. 11. 11-year-old kid calls 911. It says, come and help my family. Come and help us. Come and help us. It is. Mississippi. This is in Mississippi. Yes. yes. It is 4 a.m. in the morning. Mom's um, uh, estranged boyfriend or whatever, ex-boyfriend shows up at the house. Kid calls for help to the police. Police get there and say, everybody leave out there. Everybody get out of the house. The kid comes out and bow. He's shot. Thank God he survived. Yes. Walking down the hallway of his home. Yes. And is shot. And shot. And now, see, that shows poor training, that adrenaline rush. I, I see something out of the corner of my eye, I'm going to shoot it. You cannot do that. Correct. Correct. It's poor training. Poor correct. And that's what, and it's something that um, Mercy and I were talking about too. She mentioned the, the police force, they just need, and, and, you keep hearing it. They just need to be disbanded. They need to be disbanded. It's because they are not there for the people. They have the ability to make decisions in a split second. And then some of them try to turn around and lie about it. Are you kidding me? Why you think the they sad- have you wearing those cameras? Yeah, sad facts is uh, police are public servants mm-hmm. who are we the public we're the public they serve us and they feel that because they have a badge that we gotta bow down to them yeah that's the wrong answer but the thing is they get away with it that is the sad mm-hmm. truth they do things and they get away with it because the government consistently find them not guilty for the behavior that they committed you have and that will be called title and authority. Entitled, yes. And the, the even 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 with tampered evidence. Yes. Um, how come you turned off your body cam? 
you know, what, what, all kinds of eyebrow raising questions uh-huh. and they still get away with and it. And they still get away with it because our government gives them the power to do it. Do you think people are going to stop doing law this? Law enforcement has always had a place of authority. I don't believe in defunding the police. The police absolutely have a purpose because we cannot police ourselves. Correct. Uh-huh. But, yeah. but there needs to be changes yes. in, in training mm-hmm. and, I believe, in who they hire. Because a lot of these cases that go to trial... We find out that an officer who's on trial for something has a dirty background check. Uh-huh. And and so, you know, those are probably things that need to be done annually when, like, when they do their employee reviews and things like that. Do a new background check. See if anything's happened. See if they got yeah. picked up for DWI or domestic violence in two counties over this past year that we didn't know anything about. Right. Ha- the police need to police themselves. Right as well and that might be and the so problem I believe and that might be the problem you, huh? no i'm saying that might Sorry. be the problem because they're policing themselves and they're they're sweeping things under the rug that might be the problem they yeah. need to have someone else well, that and, they need to right. answer to when i say police themselves i mean yeah do things the right way uh-huh uh-huh for sure for sure what you're saying because right? Here, here you got, like you're saying, a police officer who does something outside of the job, okay, say gets arrested for public intoxication or whatever. Mm-hmm. None of that stuff gets put out there, but yet you have your, or they don't get terminated for it. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yet you have your maintenance man who works for the city. He gets pulled over. For public and you know drinking and driving, mm-hmm. they'll lose their job. Yep, they lose their job. Yep, that's our. But society. a police officer, a police officer does not. Nope, that's our society, and that's the people that we have to learn to live with. That's the people we have to learn to deal with every single day because they have the authority to do that. We kind of change the subject to police. I have nothing against the police officer. No, there not are a at lot all. Not at all. Good law enforcement out there that do do the right thing and have a lot of common sense mm-hmm. and can act a, a, accordingly it's in not, a, you know, a fast manner and not be weirded out and trigger happy just because they saw something move. Correct. It's not you know? everybody. It's not everybody. But the bad apples are the only ones we ever hear about. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The bad apples. I mean, and I'm going to tell y'all, I, I just so y'all know, you know, I, I really support the police force, you know, ex-husband was a cop current boyfriend is a cop the bottom line is i trust the police to do their job however there are individual police officers who aren't doing their job and they're making it bad for the rest of them it's a sad mm-hmm. story i'm great i don't know how we got off on i don't this. know how we got on that scene how did we get over here i don't know okay everyone get what, the car back up on the road let's what, let's what we what we gonna do is we <laughs> what we gonna do is go ahead and take this break and y'all listen here when we come back we are going to close out today because oftentimes these conversations get going and we just don't know how to stop them so we will be back in two <laughs> thank you Are you an artist? Do you have a talent for introducing people to the creative arts? Well, come on over to Artizai. It's the newest video platform for anyone wanting to share their talent. We welcome all areas. That includes artists, writers, singers, dancers, poets, actors, and even models. If you have a talent you want to share with the world, allow Artisai to add you to their platform and showcase you in a way that you deserve. Visit Artisai at www.artistzeye.us for more information on how to become a member and a collaborator. They're looking forward to your contact. All right, crew, we are back to you from that quick break. And so 
every episode, we like to close out with a little something specific that we want y'all to take from us. What we took from this show, and we want to share with y'all what our thoughts are walking out the door. Well, we're going to go in the order to which we presented today. And so that is going to start with Mercy. Let us know what you got. All right. All I got to say is use your common sense. There's a time and a place. You don't have to pull it out for everything. Mm. Talking about your weapons. Uh, yeah, just for a minute there. I <laughs> was know, like, hold up, pause on that. <laughs> you, know, you know, just because someone tells you they don't like your car or your weave ain't sitting right, you don't have to pull out a Glock and shoot them. Right. Mm-hmm. I concur. You know, it, it some some people just go out of their way to and get their rocks off of pushing your buttons, mm-hmm. and the only the only person affected by it really is you. So let right. that shit slide, get over it, and when you're not reacting, getting the reaction they want, they well, go find somebody else. They'll leave you alone. Exactly. You know, un- unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we live in those days. So, yep. y'all just, hey, I pretty much say it every time. Be a decent person. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to you gotta be nice. That's all. Just be a decent person. Yep. And throw we up need, your dukes. We need more of that. Put your guns away. Throw up your dukes. Take you back to the old school. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Meet me on the playground. I'm going to whoop your ass. Go ahead on, Drake. Uh, I'm saying, I tell them, like, meet me on the playground like we used to do in school. You know what I'm saying? Put your hands up. Put your gun down. Put your I'm hands up. Go hold hands and time out Oh, until yeah. you get it together. Yeah. The old school stuff. <laughs> I know. We we need to pull back the Grammys. Like, come on, Momo, with them dang on house slippers on. That's what's going on. Come beat their ass. That's what you do. Momo, come beat their ass. They're cutting up. Oh, trust me. Grant, right. Grannies knew, know how to get a crowd going. Hmm. If it was going to be a fight, you better believe the neighborhood, the whole neighborhood was going to definitely be involved in it. Mm-hmm. And then they was going to know the news before social media hit the news who won and who lost. Yeah. Because the whole mm-hmm. neighborhood was there. Why you caught a whipping because you lost the fight. <laughs> that part. <laughs> All right, Dre, what you got? <laughs> <clears throat> My final thoughts on this here, I would say that it is okay to walk away from a situation. Mm-hmm. It's okay to walk away. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that you're a punk. That means you just being better. Mm-hmm. But if the situation rises and the person wants to be macho woman or macho man and whatsoever and you give them a warning and you tell them like look i don't want to do this or whatsoever and you keep pushing and pushing then yes i would say proceed to defend yourself defend yourself dang all right right Uh uh-huh i concur with that good points good points yeah um okay so uh my thoughts are very specific take care of your mental health That's important Uh, because if you don't take care of your mental health, it will take care of you and you don't want that to happen because multiple things can stem from that. Um, And and that will cause a further breakdown uh, of what you're going through. And so you don't need that. Be patient with yourself, connect with people who can help you and just take the time to take care of you. And and I'm going to add on to what uh, what Dre said. Listen here. Um, yes, I, I'm going to walk away from the thing because I'm, I'm a big girl. You know, I like to I like to make big girl decisions. And so I'm going to walk away. But let me tell you something. Come at me. I'm going to whoop your ass. That part. Yes, sir. Go ahead on, Mama Lee. I'm going to let you close it out. <laughs> well, it seems like I'm a broken record by saying this. But education, educate yourself. Know what you're saying and talking about is the truth. Don't just go on what someone tells you. Don't be a sheep. Don't follow blindly. Mm. Take care of your own home. Make the right choices. And 
if you find yourself the victim of a um, gun violent um, killing spree, mass shooting, my only hope for the three of you ladies and anyone listening to us is that you survive it and that you come out on the other side healthy and whole mm-hmm. because statistics tell us that it could very well happen. Yeah. So everyone take care of yourselves. All right. So sounds like we got it and you have got uh, or not got, that's not the proper word. You have received our points of view and our um, thoughts on the matter. At the end of the day, you guys have to make the best decision for you. And hopefully that decision is for you guys to be safe, healthy, and happy. And you're smart if you have guns. Because we need smart people if they're going to hold on to those things. All right. So you guys take care and we will see you in two weeks. KKQ out. Kudrasame is an exclusive designer fashion brand with a passion to provide affordable, high-quality garments to populations of all ethnicities, generations, and body shapes. Do you desire to wear something unique, something bold, even something lavish? Then seek out Kudrasame. This company is elegant and affordable with a desire to be at the forefront of body-positive empowerment. Their designs are one of a kind, and you won't find them anywhere else. House of Cudresme, here they come.